What? Sure. Hi. It'll probably go. Hi, everyone. We're live. And welcome. And welcome, folks, to another riveting episode of Ripping the Rack podcast. Today's theme is NPR. (laughs) Oh. We should have some, like, theme rip, like, when today on... You know, if if I really had the time and everything else, I'd put graphics together and all of that good stuff, and we'd actually do this somewhat professional. But it's Candle Pin Bowling, yeah, and it's us. And who the hell wants yeah. us to be professional? The Candle Pin Bowling isn't professional. People don't tune in to see us be professional. Oh, hey there, Nico. It's nine fifteen ish. Nico, we're close. Oh yeah, Danny. No, we have a podcast. Hey, yeah, Daniel yeah, Finn. we do, we do. Um, ours is on actually hey, every other did, week. Can you be like out, you know, taking care of pins or something instead of watching the show? <laughs> Just kidding. Love are we start? Are we starting? Starting early? Let's talk. So let's talk about this segment. Let's talk. We about talk about the, the the red taped elephant in the room. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> talk with the red taped elephant in the room. Um, excuse me, Mister Proprietors. Could you? Could you? I'm good. I'm out. Please. Okay. Could you please just don't worry about having people in the in the in the building? Could you just retape your pins and make sure they're clean? Gotta have clean pins. And retaped. No. Don't worry about the people actually already in there. Sorry, that's just sarcasm, just a question to, to the Hall of Famer here. Tim, yeah. did did the red line help your pins fall down for you any better than pins with no red line? Um no. <laughs> Okay. Red line takes it. Red line takes it. Hashtag red line. If anything, if anything, the proprietors are helping you. That way, if you miss a shot, somebody like you should have played the red line. Be like, ah, I guess I, ah, I couldn't see it. See, it's Keep just talking. I'm just trying to get the. Uh... You trying to get our legal disclaimers ready? Yeah. <laughs> Dave Godwin, red line takes it. Oh, thank you, Nico. The uh, mic'd up version Dave of Jeff actually made me laugh. Oh, that was great. That was yeah. really good. This is riveting, folks. Just riveting. I, conversation. I, think, I, I think that they. It was the opening I line. I think they it should do a prime Canadian beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how sometimes they have those shows where you, you see people that like teams, like they go to dinner and they all talk. They ought to film a world's dinner of a team. Oh so no! People could see what. No. No. But that's like <laughs> sophisticated people. That's a hard pass. <laughs> World's did. Hey, MD has eight what? kids. We found yeah. that out. Uh, Brian, I'm gonna have you answer Danny's uh, question there. Yep. Oh, without the red tape, how will I know where the middle of the pin is? Well, I'm not really uh, super not intelligent. Math, math wasn't one of my strong suits, but I know if I can see both ends of something, I can relatively figure out where the middle of that object is if it's you know, all you know, almost two feet long. Unless your eyesight is really, really bad. Just, just checking. Some of the like, bowlers, like, their eyesight is really, really bad. Is this so. the thing that we have to complain about now? We had our mass problem. And I don't mean masses in like the state. I mean, everybody complained about 
courtesy and waiting and this. And then everyone complained that there's too many tournaments. And then everybody complained that there's this. Now we're complaining that the pins aren't white enough. And we have alleys closing all the time, and this is what we have complained about. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my God. What, you got an involuntary what grinds my gear segment? Brian, that had absolutely nothing to do with you. Not a single part of that. Calvin just... Calvin just did something so inappropriate. Are we getting kicked off of YouTube? No, 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 no. No, like... It it was... um, It was something you shouldn't joke about. Oh... Oh, just well, another I, I, reason, but just another reason why I'm going to hell because I just, I just. Well, laugh. Tim, you hate the cold, and a lot of your friends will probably be there oh, too. Kelvin, so. oh my god, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Don't. Worry I can't about wait it. to go. I can't wait no, to go back and rewind. Live. We're rewind this and watch it. it. No, but to, to stray back to my rant or yes. whatever it Sorry. was. So I'm sorry, Brian. Like, is that really what there is to complain about now in the world of candlepin bowling? It's not how do we get the younger people to bowl? How do we make the how do we fix an approach problem? Because let's face it, the red line is not going to save your knees from sticky approaches and tearing apart your body to do this. Now, it's Brian, just my opinion. If there's Brian, one thing that could be universal, it's an approach. Brian, you have a kid. You know your little guy likes all the shiny things. So when the pins down there are shiny, he might go, "Yay, hit the shiny things!" And then two seconds later, he's going to want to go play the claw machine. And two <laughs> seconds after that, it's like herding cats watching a, a toddler bowl. And he's not concerned about the color of the pins. He's concerned about how many quarters dad has in his pocket. So going back to the mic'd up thing. Yeah. Nico, yeah. you are 100% correct. <laughs> so good. Um, I, I I think my favorite line in that whole thing of, of Surratt being mic'd up was um, he left like a 30-second split in 20 boxes and was just like, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, so uh, I missed a couple of people here. Hey, Steve Reno, happy holidays to you. Merry Thanksgiving Ooh. and happy Christmas and uh, happy Hanukkah. And l- there's like 26 different holidays yeah. between Thanksgiving and Christmas, Wanda. which is which is why people say happy holidays. I'm just saying, folks. It's not a war on Christmas, folks. Not Trying a war to be on Christmas. Considerate. There's like 20 plus different holidays between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So when you say happy holidays, you're talking about all of them. You're inclusive. Here's an idea. If someone says it to you and you and you'd be like, oh, Merry Christmas, I bet they'll say Merry Christmas back to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe what try it. it. Ooh, might it might blow your mind. I can see this show might have a dark theme to it t- today. No, for- no, it's <laughs> just it, today, it's, it's that wonderful time of the year oh. where everyone is stressed out and we get to make sure of everybody. Wonderful time of the... Uh, uh. Uh, uh. The internet, so just so people, just so you're aware, uh, the internet in Brian and I area is really bad today because of the massive windstorm that came through. 
terrible um, here too. Yeah, it's it's that's what happens school. when you don't run anything underground. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Um so we do have some things to talk about today, which is good. Right. Um you know the the ta- the taping up of 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 candle pen pins uh is not actually uh did you guys get any snow and wing? Sorry, had a so this whole live chat thing for uh-huh. someone with ADD like me is really bad. Yeah. Squirrel. Cuz I get shiny weird things, squirrel yeah. moments. Shiny thing gotta, squirrel. You just got to learn to talk and and then look like Well, I do up. normally. Yeah. Um no, we did not get any snow here. Actually um, in Millinocket where my in-laws are from, they got 7 inches the day before Christmas, the day before Thanksgiving. And you got 7. I mean, uh sorry. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, this is our last show, folks, on YouTube. Did you call the plumber over? Because I guarantee it wasn't from you. And no, no, it happened twice. twice. (laughs) Oh, God, I really want to go down that dark road of some jokes because I think we need it. No, because we're going to get kicked off. I know your jokes. We will violate terms and standards, believe me. There are no terms and standards. Oh, yes, there is. Did you guys? I can say bad words and everything. Did you guys see the riveting uh, string between Nate Lees and John Winchell this afternoon? I did not. Uh, 98 with two marks for Nate Lees to tie the 98 with one mark of John Winchell. Riveting. Were the pins clean? Uh, they, look, they looked pretty clean. Battle of attrition. The red tapes. I could see the red tapes. You saw the red tapes? Yeah. That's yeah. going to be our thing from now on. It's going to mm-hmm. be, could you see the red tapes? I mean, hey, I like it. It's that's what new, you're going to hear every bowler now. Yeah, you see the line? The new bowling, you see the red line? Yeah, it's the new it's the new bowling adage now. Yeah. That's what we're all going to say. Did you see the red tape? <laughs> um, red line takes it. Red line, hashtag red line. Man, can you imagine the people who think who think the red line thing if they saw the racks from like a few years ago when the pins were a little bit different sized? Oh, that would be fun. Their head oh, would explode. Oh God, yeah. Um, Calvin, what's going on up in uh, Canadian world? Um, there's a couple tournaments going on this weekend. Uh, the Connell. Uh, just let me bring this up because my computer was being ridiculous. Uh, the Connell Patterson Memorial Mixed Tournament is this weekend. Looks like there's only 11 teams signed up. So if anybody's got something to do this weekend. You want to sign up a 12th team? I think they're just going to do the one day. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I haven't really heard much about it, but I assume just the one day bowl everybody wants. Um, so that is this weekend in Windsor. Uh, we have Bible Hill Bowlicade, Avon Valley Lanes, Cody Lance, uh, Not a Moment to Spare, Turkey Hunters, Divas and Deadwoods, Fubar. Shore Shots, Scrapyard Dogs, Noah Hill, and Barry Sheffield for the 11 teams. So good luck to everybody there. Um, and then we have the 525 in Moncton that is happening on Saturday. Um, I seen there was somebody who posted, Dave, Dave uh, Warren, I think, posted they were looking for a 113 average bowler. So if anybody's looking to bowl that this weekend at Moncton, um, Send a message to Dave, and you might be able to jump on a team there. So, wish uh, I looked closer. Yeah, wish I was 113 average because I'd probably go ball. 
and then I think there's just a bunch of house tournaments coming up. Um, the uh, Battle of the Sexes at Windsor next Saturday. Uh, Scotch Doubles at Bears Road December the 16th. Uh, turkey scotch doubles at Heather Lane's on the 16th. Uh, 80% handicap doubles on the 27th. So, yeah, not very much going on in Canada, but we're still here. We're just uh, still, some of us are still uh, trying to get over worlds. So, <laughs> some people are still sick. So, we're not, uh, we're not talking about the, the worlds didn't happen yeah. this year. Oh, it did. Trust me. No, I was there. no, it, I have, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it did not happen this year. And I have a video of me throwing six in a row against one Tim Effin Matero. So, uh, no, that was not against me. Oh, it was against you. No, no, nope. yeah, yeah. You're nope. the, the name, the name on the lineup might have been different, but the uh bowler I was bowling against was you, sir. I know. Ha 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 ha! I know. And you At least when I pulled Calvin in the Canadian playoffs, I made it respectable. Yeah. Hey, I made it respectable. Yeah, it was pretty close. You made a couple shots. Yeah. You almost like I came made. Off, I, I came off the bench, and you almost made that seven nine ten. That was that that <sighs> five, seven nine yeah, ten. Was, oh, yeah. that was that was close. Yeah. It, it, that would have been fun. So that was, and I will I will say this: that was the. One and only time all week where I felt a little bit like when I say the old Tim, meaning like I didn't hurt. I, I, it was just, I don't know if it was the adrenaline. I don't know what it was, but I just felt like, uh, I, I felt like I was going to make every shot. Um, it, I didn't, but I felt like it. So that was, it was good. pretty close. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed kicking your butt too. It was fun. <laughs> Lots of people kicked our butts. Oh, yep. ABL. Yep. The real oh my thing. god! You can't do ABL anymore. It's ABA. Or A plus. ABA plus. ABA plus. <laughs> oh, now we're getting into the pluses. Yep. Um, so there's there's a bunch of stuff uh, coming up down here. Always, um, always. We have nothing. We suck. So. I'm going to, I'll jump into this real quick. We do have some results. Obviously we had the pro tour, uh, the pro tour, the um, pro series singles was this past weekend mm -hmm. um, in Sanford, uh, which was pretty cool to be able to stream that. Thank you uh, to Paul and Greg and Bob and whomever else was part of that. Always appreciate that. Uh, let's see. We have the ladies candle pins for cancer season two kickoff starts tomorrow um top five live show will be at riverwalk lanes in amesbury mass scratch tournament all ladies are eligible with unlimited shifts allowed 80 dollars per shift qualifying rounds are tuesday november 28th 3 p.m friday december 1st 3 p.m saturday december 2nd 1 p.m 3 p.m sunday december 3rd 1 p.m 3 p.m uh, the top five live show will be Saturday, January 13th at 10 a.m. All matches will be streamed on Canopin Bowling Network. Um, so there is that. Uh, let's see. We have a new tournament to talk about. Um, Mark came out today. 
the Ray oh, congratulations, Mark. Huh? Um, congratulations on coming out today, Mark. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Let's give it up for Mark. Congrats on coming out, bud. <laughs> you can thank Tim for that one. <laughs> This is the first annual Ray LeBrenton Memorial 20 Stringer. Saturday, December 30th, 10 a.m. start time at 1710 Sports Center in Augusta, Maine. This is a singles event. It is 20 strings, folks. Not 10, not 5, not 15, not 14, not 17. 20 strings. Scratch bowling, 54 bowlers max, 3 bowlers per lane, $150 entry fee, $3,000 for first place. Um, I assume that's $3,000 if they get the 54 bowlers would, would be my, would be my guess. Good assumption. Um, but I also know Mark that he will have a really solid first place prize for anyone mm -hmm. under, you know, if, if they get, you know, 40 entries, things like that. He'll have good... sponsors. Yep. Uh, to sign up message one seven ten on Facebook or call the lanes at, Area code 207-621-1710. Again, that is Saturday, December 30th, 10 a.m. in Augusta, 20 Stringer. Uh, There's some good money there, folks. Um, Calvin, oh. you should get a bunch of people to come down for it. I don't know if I want to do 20 Strings in Augusta, man. How could you not? Oh, I'm not a big fan of Augusta. You're right. It, 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 you must not be a good fan of a place where the pins actually go. I, I know they do. You, um, sorry, again, you did watch me bowl at the 560, right? You did. Oh, we had a front row view. Oh, we had a front row view to how bad you were. Uh, how bad? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro. Please. Um, folks, for those of you that have not been there in a while, um, you should check it out. They've done some, they've made some really nice changes to the bowling alley. It looks fantastic. The food is great. The bar is good. Oh, food um, is pinfall is, you know, the pinfall is there. If you're bowling good, you're going to score well. Um, again, it's an honest house, but it's, it's, it's solid. I I'm, I'm interested to see what the score is going to be like. Uh, Ian, good. it is Saturday, December 30th. Uh, Apparently, Calvin, you can take Ian. Uh, I'm just saying. So that is coming up. Um, he'd have to come practice and throw in some serious uh, uh, commitment into that if I'm yes. planning on taking him. So um, the Augusta Ripping the Rack State of Maine NASCAR 560. Sweet. Um, that is going to happen. Um, it. Mark is trying to find a date that is the least destructive. And what we mean by that is there are so many tournaments. Uh, for example, last year we said, it was gonna be the last, we said it was going to be the last weekend in April last year. And the state put their elimination tournament on that weekend. So Mark really doesn't want to impact that again. Mm -hmm. Um, so he was looking at the first week of May. Unfortunately, that is the Exeter once a month is that Sunday. So that would take away a lot of people that norm that head bowled in the 560. So 
more details to come, but the 560 is going to happen. Um, that will be open to 18 teams. We had, what, 16 last year? Yeah. Um, it will go out to those 16 first. Um, and I know Corrado already has a spot as well. He was the first on the waiting list, so he will be team 17, then we'll have room for one more. Um, so there is that. We have... As we long have, as it doesn't get to August, I'll be okay. <laughs> no, no, it won't. It won't get to August. Um, the Candlepin Corner Christmas Classic, uh, the Four C's title belt, first place prize, thousand dollars. Cost is eighty dollars per bowler, eighty-five dollars day of. Uh, that is Saturday, December sixteenth. Uh, available shifts were eleven a.m. and two p.m. I do not know if those are full yet. Um, that is located at Academy Lanes in Haverhill. That will be on the left side they had a commitment that they will be able to bowl on the left side not the right side which is where the um um academy has a nine pin tournament on 12 16. where the um That's what we're just talking about um, oh my god uh, i had to yeah <laughs> yeah uh and uh so that is 24 bowlers per shift three bowlers per lane that is a scratch nine pin tournament, five strings across five lanes, five boxes at a time. Uh, appropriate bowling attire is required. Ooh, let's that. Calvin, this is going to be on you. I need you to hold that thought for a moment. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what we would want to call appropriate bowling attire. Um, ugly Christmas sweaters are encouraged. Contact Corey Elise, Jordan Britton, or the Canopy Corner Facebook page to register. Payments will be accepted by Venmo, Cash App, or Cash. Uh, let's see. Yes, Canal has the Richie Meyer double elimination team event on the same day. That is also on Saturday, 1216. Um, I saw that on Facebook. I don't know who to contact. I think you want to contact Canal Lanes or uh, Sean Sears or... Uh, Richie Myrick or someone from that area would be my educated guess. Uh, let's see. I feel like up, I feel like I'm missing a bunch of things. Didn't Oakland Park have something planned for the week? Uh, New Year's Day twenty stringer, but their twenty stringer is ten regular strings and then ten nine pin strings. Interesting concept. Contact Jason Kaler at the alley for more information. But I believe it is New Year's Day. Well, let's let's so do this. So many twenty stringers. Well, you know what? You had a bunch of people that said that they wanted twenty stringers. Now all of a sudden, you're getting them. Oh, so many. Ten is enough. Like strike good. in the New Year twenty string bowling tournament Sunday, December thirty first. Sunday, uh, December first. Check in at seven thirty p.m. Start time of eight p.m. $120 per person, cash only. I was half wrong. High half single, of it does take place on New Year's. Uh, $10 scratch games, $10. 10 scratch games, 10 nine-pin games. First place, $600. Second place, $350. Uh, this is based on 24 people. Register in person or by calling uh, the lanes at 207-594-7525. So there's another 20 stringer, just a different format. Mm -hmm. um, 
if you want to be on the Mixed Worlds free agent list, there is a form to fill out. I it saw is. that going around. Corey Elisi has it. Mixed Worlds free agency form. You can find it on Facebook. Go to Candlepin Chat, and you can find it there. Can I declare for the draft? Is there a draft or I don't think there's a draft. I oh. wish. See, that's what that's what somebody should come up with is a draft tournament where you pick like your top like seven, eight, ten, twelve, however many teams we get. You pick those top twelve averages and they draft teams. I think we should do that. Like they do in the PBA league or something. I'd like to do a draft uh draft I, tournament. We did one one year, and I had so much fun. Um, Brian, I didn't. I also have a, a. I broached a tournament idea with you, and we talked about it, and then it went no further. Like, or did I call you about it? No. Well, you called me about a different one. Oh. Didn't I? Like, wasn't it like a mixed doubles on Saturday, doubles on Sunday, like? Or singles on Sunday. I don't know. It was some type of weekend-long tournament, but doubles. Your Geritol will kick in, and you'll call me again and figure it out. Probably. <laughs> um, and I know I'm missing it, but there's a bunch of tournaments out there that I'm missing. Um, again, we're back to the whole, if you don't send it to us, then you're leaving it up to us to try to Mark find Ritchie it. Mark has the weekly King of the River every Sunday morning at Riverwalk Lanes. You get a belt if you win, and then if you win the overall at the end of the year, you get to keep the belt. That's pretty cool. I, I get a great idea. Ian just has this. If I'm not picked by the person I want, can I request a trade? No. How about that's, this? That's the whole. Then you could. Then you could talk free agent. No, but how about or... the worlds and the mixed worlds? You can trade. Well, you could still trade somebody and just leave some team. It's not like you're no, locked into No, you don't leave. You don't like, like a trading deadline. Yeah. Like Wednesday at – by the last match, Wednesday at 3 o'clock is the is trading the trade deadline. deadline. Is, it, it, it's over. But you can't – I would have to figure this out so you can't really have a super team. Averages have to be within three pins for the trade. At the time of the trade, yeah. At the time of the trade, averages of the tournament have to be within three pits. Oh, Ooh. that could that could bring up a lot of fun with like sandbagging and like. <laughs> yeah, but are you gonna see? You're not gonna sandbag at the worlds, though. No, but you can't. The worlds, I don't think you could do that. You can't have shenanigans like that at the worlds. But we could make a tournament where that could happen. Like we could do it. Like even say like the five sixty. You could say by like Saturday mid match, you can trade. Bowler for a bowler. I I think that'd be kind of fun. That's interesting. And yes, uh, Chris, uh, I Baker had talked about a Ryder Cup style tournament. Uh, he came down. Um, well, I wouldn't say that Lucky Strike was a super team. We didn't even make the playoffs, so you can't call it a super team. I mean, that's has, that's it, a typical it, Habs fan just trying to chime in with something that makes no sense. It's like being a it, fan of the Habs. It, it was a team that had Freshy on it. There's no super about that. And it no, broken but, down me. I mean. Yeah. No. Um, yes, Chris. Baker had talked about a Ryder Cup style, and, and he actually got a few people together, and we we talked about it one weekend. And 
it kind of sat and hasn't really moved forward. It's it's hard to find because it's hard to do events when there's so much going on all the time. And again, Angela, no, they wouldn't. But uh, it's it it's so hard because you look at just like your guys' schedule, like you said. If there's not a once a month, there's something else going on. If there's not a twenty stringer, there's another twenty stringer. If there's not a 560 going on there's a state tournament going on like you guys have so much that it's hard to... king of the hills and king of the rivers and... yeah yeah i you mean guys, there's there's you have three once a month now you have bowling every weekend aside as as long as well as like two or three times a week like i as much as josh traveled up to woodstock he came to woodstock then he bowled something else and then he bowled this but he said he bowled in four different states in three days like two, two no, countries and it's like it's crazy there's it it kind of reminds me a little bit of back when i was coming up in the late 80s early 90s is there was a tournament every weekend somewhere yeah um down here i'm saying and i know it's not quite like that up up north anymore Oh no! It used to be great. There used to be a tournament. We'd have once a month. We had usually a, we had a tour that was going. Like everybody would have their own spot. Like the St. John tournament would be in September, and the uh, uh, Campbellton tournament was in like October, November, and then Moncton had December, and everybody had a tournament that led up to provincials. And oh, it was so much fun back then. I remember going to a tournament every other weekend if not every weekend but now it's like oh there's one this month that i'll go to they used to have monthly marathons in maine like every house would send their five best guys and they bowl a marathon every month but but see that's why when when people ask me how many strings i bowled like how many leagues i bowled in i bowled Mm -hmm. in one that's all i ever bowled was one every weekend well that's it because i was bowling you know 10 to 20 strings a weekend yeah. But. Yeah. It's unfortunate um, that everything's so expensive now and can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Uh and I and there is the uh the men's season three ladder two roll offs and top five live show will be at Boutwell's Bowling Center in Concord. Roll offs are Tuesday, January sixteenth at three PM, uh Friday, January nineteenth at three PM. Saturday, January 20th, 12 and 3. Sunday, January 21st, 12 and 3. $80 entry fee, unlimited entries, top five live shows, Saturday, February 10th at 12 p.m. at Boutwell's in Concord, Mass. All matches streaming on Candlepin Bowling Network. Is that Thanks Super Bowl Saturday? Huh? Is the taping the Saturday of the Super Bowl? I don't know. My team has no chance of making the Super Bowl, so I don't I understand that, but I was just going to clarify for people that may want to pull on that. If you are traveling to the Moncton 560, it is the, the taping is the same weekend, I believe. When's what, the was, what was the when's date the, again? Uh, Saturday, February 10th. Yeah, that's so, Super yeah. Bowl. That's Super okay, Bowl that's, weekend. That's 560 up in, in, in Moncton. Yeah. Which you didn't talk about, Calvin. Well, that's well, not, not almost there yet. Not the the average February. just came out. And they have a tournament this weekend that's going to change those too, probably, because they go towards the averages, correct, Calvin? No, but they won't go towards people with 560 averages. Oh, they won't. Okay. Most of those people have 560 averages. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
but yeah, right. so yeah, if, uh, just an FYI to people who are bowling the 560, that yes, the taping for that is the same weekend. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay, good to know. See, um, there you go, conflicts. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that happens. Uh, let's see. Everything else, folks, I'm going to tell you, go search Candlepin Chat on, on Facebook because that's what I had to do to find some of these. And frankly, I just don't have the time right now to go down through. There's a lot of stuff on there. Yes. Um, we need something that we can uh, wind up some some folks. Um, I'm, I'm ready. I'm always ready. Didn't you want to talk about the, the appropriate dress attire earlier? Let's talk about a pro. Let's talk okay. about dress codes. Okay. So here's my question. The first question I have, Brian, you will know Titties this better only. than I now because you bowl the state tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, the state of Maine. It's been a while since I looked into this. Is there a dress code on the state of Maine? There, uh, yes, I believe there is. It is. I believe you can wear cargo shorts. They. I don't believe you can wear gym shorts. Uh, your pants must be clean and neat and have no holes in them. Um, you need a dress shirt or not. A, you need a shirt with your name on it front and your bowling alley name on it. What if with Nico, what if you bowled naked, but you had your name tattooed on yourself? On the back. You had to have the, the, you had to have the tramp stamp. Lower no, back. no, yeah. I, I, I do believe that they said that um, all bathing suit areas need to be covered because I believe somebody had mentioned bowling topless. Oh. Um, okay, in. so for men, it's – is it – and again, I, do, I just don't remember and I don't Women, think – Women, I, I believe online. you can wear yoga pants. Can or, men wear yoga pants? I, I don't know wear, if anyone's tried, Tim. I want to wear a Speedo or the Borat. You pick. <gasps> the Speedo. Borat. <laughs> Speedo, there's more material. And that's the sole reason why. Oh, speaking of the Borat, what did I send you guys tonight that had uh, – uh, what were they talking about? The the jungle uh... – I don't know, Tim. You send me like 18 things a day. I don't understand how Tim, you Tim, most busy of the stuff I'm work. afraid to open because my kid is near me. Oh, Definitely need Ben Gay on your opponent's balls. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, Chris Merrill, that's a touchy. Oh, that's a touchy subject for people here in Maine, and no women are technically not allowed. Oh, they're not. Okay. Dun dun dun. I did not know that. And I'm only bringing I'm only bringing this up because that was obviously a big thing up at the worlds. Was dress code for the worlds yeah and and i only bring up the states because we just had a state tournament and brian i know you bowled in it so mm-hmm. i just wasn't sure what the actual dress code well i was. i threw some balls down a 60 foot lane at some pins i don't know if what i did you would classify as bowling so you didn't <laughs> hit many oh I, I i threw a lot of bowling balls the definition of bowling is rolling a ball at some pins. So you did it. I did that. Okay. Did so it. yeah, we're good. You did it. You may have. I'm going to disagree well, with that, Nico. Nico, I am too because I think it's absolute BS that you can't wear shorts on the PGA Tour either. 
You cannot yeah, live. Short, shorts, like appropriate shorts. Yeah. Are, like nothing with holes in them. Nothing, nothing like baggy crap, like where you could see your ass. Right, like no, no basketball shorts. You you're not Chris Weber from the you know the Fab Five Michigan Wolverines out there, like. The only thing I'll say about this, Chris, if it's comfortable for them, then who cares? Mike, I'm comfortable in pajamas with my uh, nice flowers on them. Do you want me to wear my flowery pajamas to the bowling alley? I mean, I, I mean there is that, and and the where is it? And I got and my this, this I think Nico takes it a little on the on the there's a pendulum. You should look professional. Like I'm not saying like suit and tie, but no, like the golf courses they've become so lax though too. They have on some of these courses. So here's like, a, here's the thing. When I when I first started the night and we talked about this, I don't know, and me Calvin, did you and I talk about dress code for worlds in the Probably. The one last week or two weeks I just, ago. I just said the hat thing was stupid that people were arguing about it. And... Yeah, you shouldn't be wearing a hat bowling, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, if you want to bowl, if you want to bowl in league and wear a hat, I don't care. Have at yeah. it. But if not in a tournament, I, I just think tournaments. If we're supposed to be professionals, and this is men and women, then we need to dress a little bit more on the professional side. We have to look presentable. Okay. Now. Looking presentable is subjective. Uh, do you, oh, good question, Chris. Because now that's actually do 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 you guys think women wearing leggings to bowl look unprofessional? Yes and no. They basically it depends, look like pants, anyways. It depends on the leggings themselves. There are some leggings out there that I don't need to see the crack of your ass when you bowl, and there are some leggings out there that are see through. I don't need that. I don't personally have a problem with the women wearing yoga pants or leggings with a bowling shirt. I, I don't have an issue with it. I, I don't, I don't really care. No. Um, it doesn't impact me. I think I'm thinking more. Um, it would be like, it would be like the shorts thing for me. Like it, uh, leggings would be like shorts. They have to look ish professional. Like nothing ridiculous, nothing like with, you know, words on it, nothing. It just, as long as it looks like if you were to wear that to work and work would say, okay, that's appropriate. I'd say, okay, wear that in the bowling tournament. Well, unless you're a stripper. Well, then you're not wearing any leggings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I, I think I, shirt should match. I don't think that's too much to ask. Right? I mean, well, yeah. I know. It happens all the time. People say it's hard to do it, but they do it a lot. So I don't understand yeah. why they keep saying it. So but. like I, I'm more about the shirts. Like I, I think that if especially if you have a sponsor for the worlds, you, you should at least have shirts that match. Here's the thing. None of us three are women that I no. and again I know I'm I know I'm not supposed to whatever the whole judge and gender no, thing. I, I just saying at some point we'll get, and I know Sonia Rossi is going to come on the show at some point. I know Kerrigan's going to come on the show. We're going to have some women on here and I would love to have this conversation with them. Uh, Michelle a is going to come on the show at some point. I want to have this conversation with them on 
their perspective of what's right and what's not. Because I I have a hard time telling a woman what she can and can't wear. Just like I have a hard time a woman telling me what I can and can't wear. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it does on so many levels. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of a lot of things in life. <laughs> well, I just... Here's... like I, I can only speak for me. I... When I first came up bowling in the Pro Tours and the world in the late 80s, early 90s, it was you had to wear dress pants, khakis, dress pants, whatever. Dockers. Dockers. You couldn't wear jeans. You couldn't wear shorts. And you had to wear a bowling shirt. And a bowling shirt had to be a collared bowling shirt. Had to be. Or or a T-shirt that had the... Uh, your name or the bowling alley name on it. Okay. You couldn't wear hats. And that was, that was accepted that you knew that going in. So my first several years at the worlds, I mean, there were guys that had to go to the store when they got there because they forgot all they had was jeans and they forgot they couldn't wear jeans at the bowling alley. And they'd go to the okay. store and buy pants yeah. Okay. I and then it went. The first year you could wear jeans. And then it went from, okay, you can wear jeans, but not painter jeans. You know, not yeah. the not the jeans that had the strap on the side, mm -hmm. not cargo jeans. You know, you could wear clean jeans with no holes in them. And then it went to okay, now you can wear shorts. You can wear golf shorts. Okay, but you can't have pockets on the sides. Because those would be considered cargo shorts. Well, I know some cargo shorts that look nicer than golf shorts. Absolutely. Like, mm -hmm. I I don't have a problem with shorts as long as they're decent. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, no, no holes, no, you know, paint stains, no nothing, just... Clean shorts. If they're cargo shorts, they're cargo shorts. If they're golf shorts, they're golf shorts. I don't care. As long as they're clean. Wear what you would wear out to dinner with your mother. Oh, well, I... That's subjective. And I, I hate to say it that way, but I have seen people go out to dinner hey. with their mother in pajama pants. I know, but it's, I it's more about the it's more about the essence of it. Like I, I'd you know, wear a shirt with Calvin doing Hobbs, and it was in the you know breakfast with my mother. <laughs> but it just to me, and I'm going to talk about the worlds and things like that. Is to me, it all oh, bingo, bingo right here. Chris Merrill nails it, a hundred percent. God, I hate it when I agree with Chris. Everybody does, especially when he's looking so many different places than me. I know. There is a glorious lack of consistency in bowling. Yes. A hundred percent. So I bowled, the last time I bowled in the, in the state tournaments, I got told I couldn't wear a certain shirt, a bowling jersey that I, that I had on. It had my name on it, but it didn't have the proprietor's house on it. And I got told I couldn't wear it. And I'm like, I don't own one with the proprietor's house on it. I own one with my name on it. And someone made a comment. And I said, well, what about them? They're wearing, you know, they're wearing stuff with, um, 
you know, sponsors' names and not their house name. And they yeah. weren't talked to. Needless to say, I wore what I wore. But I'm just you're saying. A dick, Tim. No, Chris is right. hundred yeah. percent. He he's oh, right. Sure. So the whole dress code thing, um, from we're supposed to be professionals. So why can't we look it and why can't we act it? Absolutely. And I don't want to hear all this about, well, you could drink and the people are outside smoking weed and all that. I'd be like, I want to look at people and go, you don't think that these other professional people don't do that and they come in? As long as you're professional on the lane and look professional, I can guarantee you if somebody was too drunk or too stoned in the world and fell down on a taped lane, they would be talked to and they would not bowl again. Like, it's not like it's it would be accepted. Like, it's a professional atmosphere. You should dress and act professional. And here's a good one. <laughs> well, I'm well, I'm on my soapbox. Let's talk about being professional and in, in the weight of bowling balls. Every year this comes up. The weight of bowling balls. There's an easy way to fix it. There is no reason, not a one, why we can't weigh the bowling balls before a tournament. You want it, you want to take away the any any doubt whatsoever of someone having overweight bowling balls or underweight bowling balls or whatever you want? Weigh the bowling balls. They do it in the PBA. They did it in the main state, all the main state tournaments before when you started, you had to weigh your bowling balls and had to go through the ring to make sure that they, they used were. to weigh them all at the mixed worlds. Did they? Yes. Oh, they did. That's right. Way back when. Mm -hmm. And then they stopped. I'm okay with it. I don't care. No, I I know, but I have had. Then so there's many the people. other extreme that you've talked about, Tim. You want to take everything out of the balls. You just put two sets of two sets of two sixes and two sets of two sevens on the lane. Everybody has the same bowling balls. Have fun, boys. I I actually like that idea. Oh, yeah. I would love I would love if I ever won Powerball. I would I would offer my services for the to take over the worlds. I would up the prize money, and I would buy. So you got twenty four lanes, twelve lanes. You you need twelve, twenty four, forty eight. You know, call it forty eight bowling balls. And you have two six a sets of two sixes and sets of two sevens. Uh, everybody's got the same bowling balls. Bring your shoes. Yep. What if both? You'd have to have two of each. That's yeah. what I just said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Two sets of two sixes, two sets of two sevens. Okay. okay. The only thing different is the color. I, I don't care if the color to me doesn't matter. It, it would but be easy if the, if the two sets of the same weight were different colors, just in case everybody's using them, you know. Well, no, you just have like the two sixes are black and red and the two sevens are blue and red. Or That's whatever. what I meant. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and the, they could be comets. They could be, you know, paramounts, whatever. It doesn't really matter the make as long as the weight of the balls were the same on every on every pair of lanes. Yeah. And damn it, Tim, you better have tape on your pins. <laughs> you better um, have that red tape. You better have I them just, all shiny. I, I mean, logistically, that would be really tough to do. I know that. But how cool would it be if you, if all you knew, you didn't need to bring your bowling bag. You just had to bring a set of, you know, your, your bowling shoes. Yeah. 
and you never knew you 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 knew that there was not going to be a discrepancy on the weight of bowling balls. I don't know if there was this year. No idea. I didn't hear anyone say anything this year. Normally, you hear someone grumbling about something, but I didn't hear it this year. Usually, after someone throws a double against their team. Well, it's either that or, you know, when you launch it halfway down the lane every other time. Oh, I wonder who was doing that. Anyway, um, so can I bring up one more thing? Go for it, sure. Brad. For the finals of the Worlds. Uh, have Chris Merrill throw every ball in the 10th box. <gasps> hey, he made a great shot. He did. Four horsemen never goes. I we tried it at least eighteen times on Sunday. It never goes. I would say this: there is no reason why you can't have, <laughs> no reason why you can't have um, a line judge, sure, and a judge in back. Watching, watching for the for finals. Your... You should. Yeah. You actually yeah. should have a line judge for each lane. I think it'd be cool. I I don't know. I'm just saying. I where's that line? Where's that line judge go? Uh, two lanes over, approximately, just by the lob oh. line of the other lane. You, you imagine how many guys would be fucking? Oh, squirrel! That guy moved his leg. Oh, look, look, look. oh, that again. Oh, I know, I know. We finally. It'd be fun to figure out who's who's grainy. It'd be a <laughs> it'd be a five hour five hour round. Yeah, you know, match because. Yeah. That guy, that guy wiped his brow and everybody went, oh, my God, hold on. We have to stop. Yes, Chris, you will. What did he say? Yes, you will, bud. Oh, absolutely. And and just Look, understand I, that you have uh, probably an, uh, at least 365 days of insults coming when I see you. And I know you'll take it, so it's good. <laughs> because, only because Chris will give it back. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He hasn't beat you know, me yet this year, so I, I give I give and I'll look, I, I know this is recorded and I know it's live and it's recorded for posterity's sake. I am going on record as, as saying right now that that Chris Merrill is the best bowler in the state of Maine and is arguably one of the top five bowlers in the United States. Listen, it's okay. We don't need to float him anymore. He's over it. He's over it. It's good. <laughs> Well, everybody. it would depend on what lane he's on, Chris. Yeah, everybody can hear me, Chris. Don't worry. Two cameras, two lanes over rather than Ooh. people. No Ooh, Sears makes a great one. Do like two cameras, that. two lanes over rather than people. No movement and can monitor foul and law. You know what else you can do there? You can rewind. So if there replay. is a question, you can replay the it. AR. Well, it is. You could. You know what you could do? No, you could do. Two cameras per lane on the ceiling. Zoom down at the foul line and zoom down at the lob line. No, because you have to go under it for the lob line. You don't. You couldn't tell. Yeah, you overhead. couldn't go over it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to tell. You could tell yeah. where it lands. Uh, eh. overhead. I don't. Oh, maybe it'd be close. I I've seen some of the <laughs> yeah. people that lob in Canada. There, there, there ain't any chance it's close. Chris, it's close to the Deadwood line. Head. Um, I mean, Joe Corey Jones knocked one of the signs down. I, think I know, but know he that, that, to, was, that was fun. That was against. Yeah, me. I know that was that good. Was I still so like him. He hit the do not lob side. I mean, it's yeah. perfect. Um, that was great. 
I just want to finish up on the uh, real quick on the uh, uh, dress dress code dress attire oh, okay. stuff real Go quick. Okay. Um, so we will the next time we have uh, a female on the show, uh, which is coming up, um, we will bring this up and have them discuss on the female side of things. I have again. I got my take on things as long as the it's professional looking. I really don't care about leggings no collar listen my my stance will and always will be collared shirt shorts that are presentable and Mm -hmm. or pants and for women collared shirt leggings that are presentable or pants simple as shorts i'm I'm, like i'm okay with it yeah yeah whatever as long as it's presentable, and I'm even I'm even okay with like the the new style of bowling shirts that you're seeing that a lot of the guys are now getting that they're taking from the PBA tour, like the quarter zipper, like, the quarter yeah, zipper. Like yeah. As long as the oh, name's yeah. on it, yeah. like as long as it's a collared shirt or something, whatever, yeah. and yeah, you're good. yeah, yeah. I'm 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 good. I'm I'm good with that. Um, yeah. you know, but that's uh, I I just don't understand why. I see females wearing it all the time in ten pin, so I don't care. Yeah. I I don't watch ten pin because I, I find either. it boring. Oh, I, what? Oh, I, I do. I find ten, the only time I watch ten pin is when it's when it's here, when it's in Portland. That's the yeah. only that's the only time. Um, and and the reason why is I find that not boring because the crowd's into it and the guys, you know, I say the guys men and women um, of the PBA actually have mentioned how much they love coming up to, to bowl in it. Oh yeah. Cause they have fun. Yeah. They, have, they don't, they don't just be professional. They be professional and have fun. So we have associations create three dress codes, none also known as wear whatever casual also known as no gym shorts or booty shorts, pajamas, no tank tops, all else good. Then professional also known as pants, college shirts. I mean, it's almost too simple to work. That's the problem. People will find something wrong with it. Yeah, but it's a great idea. I love it. Sure, I really I just, do. I just don't know why it's a topic of conversation on the big. I'm going to call it the big tournaments. You know, your Easter Classics, your um, you know mixed worlds, your your men's worlds, your ladies internationals. Because you're under the assumption that there are people in this world that can actually step back from being chief and be, you know, a, a an Indian. You know, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but it's just the terminology. I have learned there are a lot of people in this world that can't just be a bystander. They have to put their two cents in all the time. Probably people think I'm one of those people, but like that is the problem. They can't just be like, oh, that makes sense. They have to be like, well, I got to put my zest on. Yes, and, Nico, I would put the pro series in big yeah. tournament category. Yeah. I don't know. It's just yeah. I, I find I find this conversation um the fact that we have to have this conversation annoys the hell out of me. Um I don't know. I I remember when the biggest part of dress code violation was when somebody's cigarettes fell out of their front pocket over the line. <laughs> That was so funny. I mean, I've 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 seen people get called on that. Yep, I've seen I've seen it. Um, you guys got anything before we before we wrap up? You guys, 
I'm, I'm good. So we didn't talk about the Pro Series this weekend. That was kind of... The Pro Series this weekend? Yeah, this past weekend. Pro Series in Sanford. Um, oh. Where are the results? I had the results. Oh, yeah. Is that the one that uh, Tim Douglas won? Tim Douglas. Congratulations, yeah. buddy. Tim Douglas won his first. I believe that is his first Pro Series win. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe so. Um, Goes well with the Easter. He he, uh, he beat out a couple of uh, OK bowlers um, in the finals. Um, Chris Merrill and Sean Baker. Oh, Chris Merrill lost one of the finals. <laughs> that's two. That's only two. That's that's good. Are we gonna start a counter every week? Like, do I yeah. need to put a graphic up? Yeah, or? we'll put a graphic. Chris Merrill burns two. <laughs> thank thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Um. So congratulations, Timmy. Uh, we'll 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 talk about. I I don't have time to go finding the results. We'll talk um, about it next time for sure. But thank you, thank you to uh, again to Greg and and Paul and Bob I, for you know streaming that Candlepin Bowling Network um, was kind of cool. I was able to sit back on on Saturday and uh, actually, Chris, you're very you are correct. Ooh, oh, I got something I want to talk about real quick. Oh, Sorry. So close. Sorry, so, so close, close to being the end. But this reminded me. So what? Chris Merrill is a fast bowler. Yeah. This was a singles event. Okay. Okay. Chris Merrill, why the hell are you waiting for the person on your left? Funny. Why? It's a singles event. You're not bowling head to head. If you bowled your speed, I think you would have done better at the end. That's my opinion. I don't welcome yours. Oh, funny. I like it. I'm just saying. I like um, it. There was, a, there was one thing that I did. Uh, Craig Holbrook was bowling on the right. They were streaming. This was in the – God, might have been the first round of the playoffs, first or second round. And okay. um, uh, OJ was bowling on his left. And they were in the they finished the fourth box and OJ's wouldn't reset. And Craig was on the right and he waited for three, four minutes for that machine to get fixed instead of just bowling his fifth box. And probably had I, like a sixth box. No, no, he had I, I think he had like a 10, but oh. if it's again, if it's me, I'm not waiting. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to cut anyone like off. Shot. We've yeah. had this conversation. I'm not cutting anyone off. No. But it's a singles event. I'm not waiting for the guy on my left and right to go ball for ball and box for box. And again, that's what I saw in the playoffs was ball for ball, box for box in a non-match situation, meaning... <laughs> yeah. Wait, Maybe. Maybe. Because I guess uh, maybe go, just wait for the tenth box, because then you know how much you're up or down. But I, I Chris, I would not have waited as much as you waited. Like you, you, when you threw the strike in the first box, you know, Timmy threw a strike, you threw a strike, and Baker did whatever. You waited for Baker to finish. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I would have pressed my button. Yeah, you didn't do much in your second box. You threw a strike in the third box. You waited. Yeah, you get out of your rhythm. Maybe you stop after five boxes and you wait and you let everyone catch up for five boxes. 
Yeah, and but, then you can take a break. Then you're even taking a break, and you're getting ready for the next five. You know, but the, but again, Chris, that's that's hindsight. That's me. You know, giving an opinion that wasn't there, and I understand that it's just an opinion from someone that wasn't there. Um, I just I will never understand bowling box for box, ball for ball, um, in a singles event. I just, I, I, you, there's nothing you can tell me that will get me to understand that. It, maybe it's because I'm hard. A lot of your life works that way. Not really. I'm pretty open-minded, Brian. You got to admit, you've known me a long time. Oh, you can't tell me, you can't tell me that I'm not willing to listen to someone. I'm not willing to listen to people's opinions. No, you are. You are. And I'm not willing to change my, you can, you can't tell me I'm not willing to change my opinion based on. If someone gives me facts, I'm willing to change my opinion. It's just They've very difficult. I'm going down. We got to go work at Calvin's. They've ball, lost please. me. I'm done. <laughs> All right, I don't know. I get it. I, I understand. Wrap it up. Let's go. I'm exhausted, guys. I'm exhausted. That's why then I'm stop talking. <laughs> no, because my wife's sick, and if I stop talking, then that means I gotta go up and. You should and, take care of her. She go might do already karate in that. the garage. She might take care of huh? you later. Go do karate, <laughs> karate in the garage. You want to go, go do karate in the garage? Yep. 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 <laughs> um, okay, folks, we're gonna end it. Sorry, we're gonna end it. I got long winded. My 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 apologies for getting long winded. Um. Did we talk about it? Uh, Sean, that's a good question. Let's talk about hats. Sean, Don't fucking wear I, them when you're bowling. Sean, Unless it's I'm going to come up there and I'm going to hit you so hard. Uh, Sean, what's the matter? You can't see past the overhang anyways. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you wear a hat. Anywho, uh, folks, you can send us your questions, your comments, your concerns to rippingtherackpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, YouTube. Please like and subscribe on our YouTube page. Uh, Brian, where else can they? Oh, disclaimer. And then please go into where else they can hear us. Now I'm going to do it backwards. So you can hear us on Anchor Breaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcast mediums. And as always, the views and expressions of Ripping the Rack podcast are those of Brian, Calvin, and Tim. As Tim said earlier, he doesn't care about your opinions. And that's great. And make sure you go check out the video of Colin, of Cal, Calvin throwing the gutter ball. That's all I yes. have to say. You should. It's so. Much oh, fun. why didn't we play that? We're yeah. ending the stream. <laughs> you should play the rest of the match too, Brian. Where else? Where else can they uh, hear us? I already said that. Oh, did you? I wasn't yeah. listening. He, no he, shit. He was too entranced, is what he was. Uh and the whole point. I do care about people's opinions. Damn it. Shut up, Tim. Well, that's part of the problem. Well, you said you didn't welcome anybody's. Being welcoming others and not caring about them are two different things. Anywho, peace out. Bye. Bye. Go Patriots. See you, Punks, back.